0: This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice.
1: Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing.
0: The Warlock is one of the few, there's four classes that get their subclass before level three. Um, But it's further distinguished because they get their subclass in like two installments, as it were. (laughs) They choose at level one who their otherworldly patron is. So, while we are going to talk about what does just a non subclass warlock look like you're never going to have a non-subclass warlock, not really, because it's so Mm -hmm. integral to what the character is. Um, And then they get that boon I talked about before, that kind of physical representation of the deal uh, at level three. So they kind of have a a bifurcated or split subclass tiered system. Uh, But um, what they do get at level one is pact magic, which is another way that it breaks all the conventions because most of your classes in D D get a feature called spell casting which is not the same thing as pack magic um and a lot of times that doesn't matter unless you're going to multi-class and then the spell slots received from Pact Magic and the spell slots received and spells, for that matter, from spellcasting, they don't cross over. They don't mess with each other. And so you don't have to consult that table over in multiclassing and feats in the player's handbook. Mm. They get to be separated, but you can still cast spells from one class with the other class of spell slots and vice versa. Huh. Right. It's not entered into the multiclass spellcasting calculation, but they're still transferable.
1: Is there any specific reason why they decided to like segregate this one from all of the other styles for this?
0: Yes, there is actually. So basically, when you get packed magic, this is that fraction of the otherworldly patron's power being granted to you, but it works different than every other thing. You get, you know, two cantrips to start out with. Um, you and if you look at the spell slots though, for uh, your warlock, you have a number of spells known just like bards and sorcerers. And then you have how many spell slots you have. At level one, you have one spell slot, which is way less than most spell casting characters. Mm -hmm. And then levels two through 10, you have two spell slots. Two through 10? Two through 10. And then 11 through 16, you have three spell slots. Ooh, fancy. And then 17 through 20. We've almost caught up
1: with the level one wizard.
0: (laughs) 17 to 20, you have four spell slots. Now, the two things that are interesting about this is that most of the time, um, your spell slots don't come back to your character once you've used them until you take a long rest, right? Mm So, you know, six to eight hours of sleeping or light activity. The warlock gets them back at a short rest, They take an hour, need a sandwich, they get all of their spell slots back. And then the second thing is, is you don't have to pick what level a spell is cast at because all your spell slots are always the same level of spell slot. So for example, at level two, you have two spell slots and they're both a level two spell slot. At level seven, you have two spell slots and they're both level four spell slots.
1: Hmm. Which you obviously, like, as we know, you could use to cast any level up to Uh
0: that number. Exactly. So a lot of their spells are concentration and a lot of their, so they can last longer. And a lot of their spells have specific text that says, and if you cast a spell at a higher level, it does X, Y, and Z usually more damage or or can target multiple people and so it's like yeah you only have two spell slots but they're all level four or five or whatever um and so it just it's one of the biggest ways that the warlock is different is it's not very wide but it's very deep right they don't have Mm -hmm. a large range but what they do they do really really well so that's what they do and then they have something else that we'll get to in a second called invocations which are even more wild so we're just going to dive into all of the crazy shenanigans that are just like run-of-the-mill normal warlocks
1: right well that that helps makes a little bit more sense as to why the Uh, the spells aren't cross-compatible, right? Mm -hmm. Because the levels change as your level changes, like the spell level changes potentially as your spell level, as your character level increases or your class level increases, um, which would make switching those really difficult. Um, And so that, it still makes the whole thing confusing, but that clarifies why those two don't play nice together.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so they chose to go with a very different kind of magical magic scheme for the warlock which makes sense thematically, but mechanically, yeah, you you don't want to cross those streams cuz that would get really confusing really fast and it's already a little confusing. I have to often like go back and look one more time, yeah, that works the way I thought it did because it's it's a little weird.
1: If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out The Critical Dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as 7 bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday, or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.